Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bed, where he tossed about restlessly, too tired to sleep. Alas, alas, said Osmond. I have been too hasty. I have but saved him from the Franks to be his death at my own imprudence. Hush, Sir de Sonville, said the seneschal's wife, coming into the room. To talk in that manner is the way to be his death indeed. Leave the child to me. He is only over-weary. Osmond was sure his duke was among friends, and would have been glad to trust him to a woman. But Richard had but one instinct left in all his weakness and exhaustion, to cling close to Osmond, as if he felt him his only friend and protector for he was as yet too much worn out to understand that he was in Normandy and safe. For two or three hours, therefore, Osmond and the seneschal's wife watched on each side of his bed, soothing his restlessness, until at length he became quiet, and at last dropped sound asleep. The sun was high in the heavens when Richard awoke. He turned on his straw-filled crib and looked up. It was not the tapestried walls of his chamber at Léon that met his opening eyes, but the rugged stone in a tall loophole window of a turret chamber. Osmond de Sonville lay on the floor by his side, in the sound sleep of one overcome by long watching and weariness. And what more did Richard see? It was the bright face and sparkling eyes of Alberic de Montmar, who was leaning against the foot of his bed, gazing earnestly, as he watched for his waking. There was a cry, Alberic, Alberic! My lord, my lord! Richard sat up and held out both arms, and Alberic flung himself into them. They hugged each other, and uttered broken exclamations and screams of joy, enough to have awakened any sleeper but one so wearied out as Osmond. "'And is it true? Oh, am I really in Normandy again?' cried Richard. "'Yes, yes, oh, yes, my lord, you are at Montmar. Everything here is yours. The bar-tailed hawk is quite well, and my mother will be here this evening. She let me ride on the instant we heard the news.' "'We rode long and late, and I was very weary,' said Richard. "'But I don't care now we are at home. I can hardly believe it. "'Oh, Alberic, it has been very dreary.' "'See here, my lord,' said Alberic, standing by the window. "'Look here, and you will know you are at home again.' Richard bounded to the window, and what a sight met his eyes. The castle court was thronged with men-at-arms and horses, the morning sun sparkling on many a burnished hauberk and tall conical helmet." and above them waved many a banner and pennon that Richard knew full well. "'There, there!' he shouted aloud with glee. "'There is the horseshoe of Ferrier, and the checkers of Warren. Oh, and best of all, there is—there is there's our own red pennon of Saint-Ville. Oh, Alberic, Alberic, is Sir Eric here? I must go down to him.' Bertrand sent out notice to them all, as soon as you came, to come and guard our castle. 
said Alberic, lest the Franks should pursue you. But you are safe now, safe as Norman spears can make you. Thanks be to God. Yes, thanks to God, said Richard, crossing himself, kneeling reverently for some minutes, while he repeated his Latin prayer. Then, rising and looking at Alberic, he said, I must thank him indeed, for he has saved Osmond and me from the cruel king and queen. I must try to be a less hasty and overbearing boy than I was when I went away, for I vowed that so I would be, if ever I came back. Poor Osmond, how soundly he sleeps! Come, Alberic, show me the way to Sir Eric. And holding Alberic's hand, Richard left the room, and descended the stairs to the castle hall. Many of the Norman knights and barons in full armour were gathered there, but Richard looked only for one. He knew Sir Eric's grizzled hair and blue inlaid armour, though his back was towards him, and in a moment before his entrance had been perceived he sprang towards him, and with outstretched arms exclaimed, "'Sir Eric! Dear Sir Eric! Here I am! Osmond is safe! And is Fru Estrida well?' The old baron turned. "'My child!' he exclaimed, and clasped him in his mailed arms, while the tears flowed down his rugged cheeks. "'Blessed be God that you are safe, and that my son has done his duty!' "'And is Fru Estrida well?' "'Yes, right well, since she heard of your safety. "'But look round, my lord, it befits not a duke to be clinging thus round an old man's neck. "'See how many of your true vassals be here to guard you from the villain Franks.' "'Richard stood up and held out his hand, "'bowing courteously and acknowledging the greetings of each bold baron, "'with a grace and readiness he certainly had not had when he left Normandy. "'He was taller, too, and though still pale and not dressed with much care, "'since he had hurried on his clothes with no help but Alberic's, Though his hair was rough and disordered, and the scar of the burn had not yet faded from his cheek, yet still with his bright blue eyes, glad face, and upright form, he was a princely promising boy, and the Norman knights looked at him with pride and joy. More especially when, unprompted, he said, I thank you, gallant knights, for coming to guard me. I do not fear the whole French host now I am among my own true Normans. Sir Eric led him to the door of the hall, to the top of the steps, that the men-at-arms might see him and then such a shout rang out of, Long live Duke Richard! Blessings on the little Duke! that it echoed and came back again from the hills around. It pealed from the old tower. It roused Osmond from his sleep. And if anything more had been wanting to do so, it made Richard feel that he was indeed in a land where every heart glowed with loyal love for him. Before the shout had died away, a bugle-horn was heard, winding before the gate, and Sir Eric saying, It is the Count of Harcourt's note! sent Bertrand to open the gates in haste, while Elberic followed, as lord of the castle, to receive the count. The old count rode into the court, and to the foot of the steps, where he dismounted, Elberic holding his stirrup. He had not taken many steps upwards before Richard came voluntarily to meet him, which he had never done before, held out his hand, and said, Welcome, Count Bernard, welcome. Thank you for coming to guard me. I am very glad to see you once more. "'Ah, my young lord,' said Bernard, "'I am right glad to see you out of the clutches of the Franks. "'You know friend from foe now, methinks.' "'Yes, indeed I do, Count Bernard. "'I know you meant kindly by me, and that I ought to have thanked you, "'and not been angry when you reproved me. "'Wait one moment, Sir Count. "'There is one thing that I promised myself to say "'if ever I came safe to my own dear home. "'Walter, Maurice, Jeannot, "'all you of my own household, and of Sir Eric's, I know before I went away I was often no good lord to you. I was passionate and proud and overbearing. But God has punished me for it. 
when I was far away among my enemies and sick and lonely. I am very sorry for it, and I hope you will pardon me, for I will strive, and I hope God will help me, never to be proud and passionate again. There, Sir Eric, said Bernard, you hear what the boy says? If he speaks it out so bold and free without bidding, and if he holds to what he says, I doubt it not that he shall not grieve for his journey to France, and that we shall see him in all things such a prince as his father of blessed memory. You must thank Osmond for me, said Richard, as Osmond came down, awakened at length. It is Osmond who has helped me to bear my troubles, and as to saving me, why, he flew away with me even like an old eagle with its eaglet. I say, Osmond, you must ever after this wear a pair of wings on your shield and pennon, to show how well we managed our flight. As you will, my lord, said Osmond, half asleep. But twas a good long flight at a stretch, and I trust never to have to fly before your foes or mine again. What a glad summer's day was that! Even the three hours spent in council did but renew the relish with which Richard visited Alberic's treasures, told his adventures, and showed the accomplishments he had learnt at Léon. The evening was more joyous still, for the castle gates were opened, first to receive Dame Yolande Montmar, and not above a quarter of an hour afterwards, the drawbridge was lowered to admit the followers of Saint-Ville, and in front of them appeared Fru Estrida's own high cap. Richard made but one bound into her arms, and was clasped to her breast, then held off at arm's length that she might see how much he had grown, and pity his scar, then hugged closer than ever. But taking another look, she declared that Osmond left his hair like King Harold hoarded locks, and drawing an ivory comb from her pouch began to pull out the thick tangles, hurting him to a degree that would once have made him rebel, but now he only fondled her the more. As to Osmond, when he knelt before her, she blessed him, and sobbed over him, and blamed him for overtiring her darling all in one. And assuredly, when night closed in, and Richard had, as of old, told his beads beside her knee, the happiest boy in Normandy was its little duke. End of chapter 8